Hi, it's Pam. It's time to Pammy's Chit Chat Podcast, so let's get to it. Let's chat. Well, I'll chat. You listen. <laughs> and I appreciate that. Okay, I want to talk about a couple of things. I want to talk about something very, very old school that you do. It's, a, it's something grooming-wise. And I want to talk about parodies. Let's talk about parodies a little bit. Um, Gary and I are probably the only ones... Uh, what we're in the we're in the minority tiny little bit um, of those who have not seen Hamilton it's not that we don't want to see Hamilton we do it's just we we haven't for a variety of reasons however tickets go on sale this Friday for the parody spoof of Hamilton that it will be showing at the, uh, are performed at the Kravis in West Palm Beach. And the tickets start at $49, and I'm thinking they're at the very top <laughs> of the theater, which we really don't mind. Honestly, we don't, because if the show is bad and you need to make an exit, or you want to exit for any reason, you can do so when you're way up in the top with very little, very little to do. So we don't have a problem with that. But right now the tickets are priority, the donors, and the, you know, the la 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 people. And and then they go on sale to the peasants on Friday. Um, the the thing about the parody of Hamilton, Spamilton, is it really isn't new. But somehow I've missed it. It, it, it really isn't new. It started uh, in New York in 2017. And much like fan fiction where people write, a, they take characters and storylines and, and everything already created by a legitimate writer, and then they, they morph and they take them into their own way. I've often wondered about Things like, especially Hamilton, where they're making a spoof of it, how the original people like Lynn manuel Miranda, how does he feel about it? You know, I, I, I don't know. I, I probably need to, to Google that, do some research, see how he feels about it. But it's been running, and it sounds really fun. And I have seen a clip of it, and it looked really fun. They don't just spoof... Hamilton, though, in this, they kind kind of like spam a lot that uh, the the famous spoof of Camelot done by the the Monty Python people, Eric Idle and John Cleese, who I love, 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 Gary and I both do. Uh, kind of like that, where they're all over the map <laughs> with their parody, but it thinly weaves in and out of King Arthur and Camelot and 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 all of that. Same thing, apparently, with uh, Spamilton. They they include uh, little little digs, or in, they include uh, Gypsy and Chicago. Oh my gosh, The King and I, Sweeney Todd, The Book of Mormon. Uh, this this production was created by a guy named Gerard Alessandrini, and. And it, it really does look brilliant. And the, the, the song that I saw them perform, kind of a, a rap song, 
about uh, Lin-Manuel was really good. And so I'm thinking that we may we may do it. We may, who knows about April, but uh, Gary and I like to, you know, play it close. <laughs> but um, Spamilton, have you seen it? Do you know about it? Let me hear from you if you have, and let me know what you think about it. Because, gee, you know, if we can get those $49 tickets, hmm, we could be, we could be, what, what's the opposite of front row center? Back row, far left, aisle seat. <laughs> Gary thinks he always has to have an aisle seat so he can stretch his legs out. And the seats are not very roomy. All right. Let's talk about something that's very, very old school. I, Gary and I are always doing, you know, projects. Uh, we're home projects, things that we want to try, different foods, different cooking methods, just you name it. And we are, we're willing to, to give it a shot. Well, one day I thought, I was thinking about my, about my dad and how he never bought shave cream. And I go through a lot of shave cream and I, and for sensitive legs and your, and your skin gets dry and the aerosol cans, you know, I thought, you know, my, my father never in my whole life ever used store-bought shave cream. Now he did <laughs> back in the day. I bought him a, one of these things. You put your shave cream in it, it warmed it. So it'd be like going to a barber. But he used a brush and a and a scuttle. A scuttle is like a small bowl and it has soap in it. And and he would lather that up and he never used shave cream. And I decided I wanted to try that for my legs and see how it worked. Well, what I have found out, Gary and I, Gary's done a lot of, helped me do a lot of research, is there's not a lot of that for women. Now, wet shave is, has been popular. It's, it's trending. It has trended for a while now, uh, where it, like it's something brand new that people are doing where you use a single edge or, you know, a straight edge where there are two-sided Razor, that's the only thing my dad ever used. He had this little thing and he popped the razors out of it, like it would slide out. And then it was, you shaved on, you had a, a, a blade really uh, on both sides of the razor. It's the only thing he ever used. It's not new, but this, uh, this kind of shaving with where you use a brush is very, very, very old. Uh, it, it, it sort of seems to be traced back, of course, to France in the 17, mid-1700s. And the brush was called, uh, translated, it was called a badger. Now, did they call it that because of the, of the uh, hair? Let me, let me cut to the chase. We ordered a, a set of a scuttle and a badger brush for me. And I haven't tried it yet. But I want to because I think it would be very cool to... Uh, to try it and see if I could, you know, not use all of those cans that I go through so fast. But the badger uh, was the reason they called it badger uh, because you use 
badger hair in it. Now you can buy brushes that have synthetic hair, horse hair. Horse hair lost popularity, I believe, after World War One because of anthrax, an anthrax scare. But what they do, they just cut the hair from the mane and make a make brushes out of it. My brush is very expensive, and it's a badger brush. Now, before you get all head up about that, <clears throat> yes, you can't do that in this country, but uh, in China, northern China, the rural area of northern China, badgers are a problem for the crops. So they they license people at various times to, yes, hunt. And I'm against hunting, so I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth here, but the the, they make brushes out of out of the hair, and that's what my brush is. It's it's uh, badger hair. Now within the badger hair, there's a whole lot of room for different kinds of hair of these brushes, and it's it it. My dad never made a ding. He was got in there, lathered up, and shaved. But when you start watching and researching, they want to make you crazy about how to use these brushes and how to keep the brushes from molding and the, the handles. Mine is made out of a very fine wood, but it can, back in the day they were made from silver, gold, even ivory, They've uh, fine wood. Uh, but it's, it's a very interesting, there's very interesting history behind this wet shaving. And one of the things for men that it does and I'm, I'm hoping it'll do it for my legs as well, but it exfoliates and it lifts the hair on a man's face to make it uh, easier to shave and to get a, to, to a, a better job, a smoother shave. So I hope that this wet shaving, this badger brush, you the, the scuttle, uh, the, the thing came with this holder where the, the, the scuttle, the little dish, sits in the bottom and then the brush hangs above it so when you finish you uh, you hang it so that any water excess water after you squeeze it out will will drip out and one of the things in one of the videos it said to for best results this was a guy in France uh, hang it by an open window keep it by an open window with your brush I'm not doing that I may have to buy a new br batcher brush but I'm not putting it near any kind of open window. That's not happening. But what do you know, people, about wet shave? It's it's in vogue. It is very in vogue. I don't know that Gary will will want to to do it. Faces are sensitive, and I'm glad that I don't have to use this brush on my face. But I do. I have thought about my dad and his little shaving brush. His brush must have been made from some really fine hair because it lasted forever, forever and ever. It really did. Uh, uh, the uh, synthetic brushes in the demonstrations, they are much like when you wash a makeup brush, they, they collapse. So not worth it to even bother with synthetic brushes. But anyway, that's another little project Another little journey that I'm on to try out my, my soap in my scuttle and my badger brush.
Go to NorthPalmBeachLife.com. Check us out. Gary always keeps it interesting. Write to me if you want to. Tell me what you know about wet shaving or anything else that you want to talk about. Contact me at Pam in the 561 at gmail.com. I appreciate you for being here. I really do. Stay with me.